Today we have an exciting course on the mystic priest Bartholomew Holzhauser, and he had visions of the entire span of history from the time of Christ until the end of time with the Antichrist based on the seven churches in the beginning of the book of Revelation. So today we're going to get the Catholic mystic, Father Bartholomew Holzhauser, who died in 1658. Father Holzhauser was a Catholic priest born in Langne, Germany. And unlike Martin Luther, John Calvin, he claimed to interpret the book of the apocalypse, not according to personal study, but by mystical vision. He claimed to be a mystic whose insight interpreted the pages of the book of Revelation. And he taught that the seven messages to the seven churches, which we've already studied, were in fact a historical timeline of the events unfolding from 33 until the very end of time. And each of the seven messages and seven churches applied to seven epochs or ages of the Church of Jesus Christ over time. So let's explore the seven epics according to the mystic Father Holzhauser. First epic. Holzhauser names the first epic as the status seminationis, the state of seed time. It is the time period from the preaching of our Lord Jesus Christ and his apostles until the martyrdom of Peter and Paul under Nero in around the year AD 67 or 68. The second epic is the period that he calls the status Irrigationis, the state of irrigation. It's the period from the death of Peter to the conversion of the Roman Emperor Constantine, who died in 337. The third epic is the age of Status Illuminationis, the state of illumination, and it traces the time of imperial Christianity under the Emperor Constantine to the Emperor Charlemagne, who was crowned Holy Roman Emperor in 800. The fourth epic is the Status Pacificus, or State of Peace, and it's the era from the time of Charlemagne to Martin Luther, the Emperor Charles V, and Pope Leo X. This is the decadence of the papacy, the fracturing of the empire, and the arrival of Protestantism and schism, bringing an end to the era of peace. The fifth epic is the Status Afflictionis, the state of affliction. It is the arrival of Martin Luther, the sack of Rome, and the subsequent dissolution of European Christendom. It's a time of true affliction. The fifth message of the Church of Sardis speaks of this post-Lutheran epic. For example, being alive, thou art dead, strengthen the things that remain, observe and do penance, thou hast a few. And as we saw in our previous units on the seven churches, this time corresponds to the Babylonian exile of the Jews. The sixth epic is the still future Status Consolationis, or State of Consolation. It corresponds to the Old Testament sixth epic of the return of the Jews after exile and the rebuilding of the temple and the return of the Davidic prince Zerubbabel in the installation of the holy high priest Joshua. In Holzhauser's vision, this epic, which is still future, will be signaled by the end of exile for the Catholic Church, and like Jerusalem, the church will be rebuilt. This will include the arrival of the great monarch, like Prince Zerubbabel, who will be the great French monarch, and the holy pope, who will be like the holy high priest Joshua. This age of consolation will last until the birth of the Antichrist. And that brings us to the seventh and final epic, 
And this final stage is the status desolationis, the state of desolation. It begins with the birth of the Antichrist and it lasts until the end of the world. This is the age of the great apostasy when all the nations will abandon and deny Jesus Christ. And Christ accuses this age, if you go back to the book of Revelation, as being lukewarm. He vomits these Christians from his mouth. Lukewarm Christians will be rejected by Christ and the Antichrist will begin his cruel persecution to test the church. As you can see on this chart, Holzhauser associates each of the seven epics of the church to the seven church messages. And you can also see how each of these correspond to the different seven Old Testament epics and the other parts of the apocalypse. On the left side of the graphic, you'll see each of the messages one through seven in each of the churches by their cities, Ephesus down to Laodicea. And then you'll see each of the Old Testament epics. We've already talked about this in our modules on the book of Revelation, but just to review, the first Old Testament epic was from Adam, then the patriarchs, the time of Moses, the time of the kings, the time of the Babylonian exile, the restoration from exile, and then the time of Christ. And then next to that, you can see the Holzhauser epics that I just named, the apostles, the apostles to Constantine, thirdly, Constantine to Charlemagne, fourth, Charlemagne to the Reformation, fifth, Reformation to the Restoration, sixth, Restoration, and seventh, the Antichrist and the Second Coming of Christ, as well as the dates next to those, and then the different status or names that Holzhauser applied to each one. As you can see, these seven ages of Holzhauser fit tightly on the Old Testament seven epics but they've never been canonized or formally approved by the Catholic Church. That being said, as we look at the progress of Revelation chapter 2 and 3, and then compare that to the progress of history, there is an uncanny association there. And I personally do believe there's something to the mystical visions of Holzhauser and how he reads the history of Christianity, the history of Christendom, in parallel with the book of Revelation. So if you want to learn more and see charts of how Holzhauser's vision maps on to the seven churches and the seven messages, I highly recommend that you get a copy of my book, Antichrist and Apocalypse, because it has a lot of outlines, a lot of maps, a lot of charts, and it shows you how what we discussed today maps on not only with the seven churches and the seven messages, but also with the seven seals in the apocalypse, the seven trumpets, and the seven plagues. Lots of interconnectedness here. So check that out. I think you'll find it very helpful. And now we're going to move on to Our Lady of Fatima. We'll look at the three secrets of Our Lady of Fatima from an apocalyptic point of view. So let's get started. 